0: It's the phillygoat.com promo code, ah! MPPOD, ah! for 10% off your order, ah! use the money to go out to a fine dinner. Like Kobayashi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You're listening to the m Podcast with your host, Doyle. Doyle, I got a feeling your whole family's going down. And Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Jeff. Okay. <laughs> All right. And a one-a and a two-a. Now we're back. Welcome back to episode. What is this? Twenty-three of the M and podcast now. Uh, big week in Flyers hockey, guys. Uh, much better than the big week in the NHL playoffs, where the Panthers are getting stomped by the Golden Knights. Doyle, what are your what are your thoughts about the uh, the fraud Panthers team sans Claude Giroux? Um, I haven't watched one game yet,
1: but I just saw the. They lost.
0: What three now? They're down three one. Yeah, and or uh, maybe three one. I don't know when this comes out, or what where it's going to be because I've not been paying attention to it either. But I saw the scores, and <laughs> it was like seven to two, and then seven to three. <laughs> it's right. not going well for the Panthers.
1: Yeah, they lost last night three to two at least it wasn't a blowout of monumental proportions and they won one in ot so now they're going back to vegas for game five
0: and they're down three one well that's exciting so the golden knights are going to win the stanley cup what uh six seven years after being established boo must be fucking dice yeah this must be fucking nice Uh, How are those Vegas fans, how did they hold on for so long in their Stanley Cup drought? <laughs> fucking, yeah, fucking stupid article. article. <laughs> I think we talked about Ooh, that last week. Our fans
1: never wavered in their six-year
0: existence from back from coming back <laughs> to the Stanley Cup. <laughs> we made it there in our first year, and then I thought it was going to be like this every year, but then it wasn't like this every year, and now I'm just going to quit watching the team. And meanwhile, Flyers fans are like... Oh, I've already bought the rope and tied the noose. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm five minutes away from kicking the chair out, you dicks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of the Flyers, stuff happened, and I got this sound clip of Flyers Twitter uh, after the trade was announced. Ready?
1: I'm coming down. <laughs> <laughs> coming down
0: uh, <laughs> that's from the shining <laughs> i was watching the shining i was like oh my god this works perfectly because when the trade was first announced i think we were all very hesitant uh, and we're like oh no they give up ivan Provorov, and what did they get back it's it better be good and then like it was starting to piecemeal out right that it was like some weird prospect and maybe a pick And uh, we were all very angry. And then, like, finally, after like two hours, I think Friedman or somebody broke like the full terms of the trade, and we were like, "Whoa, holy shit, that's pretty good." Yeah,
1: yeah. We uh, when we first saw what was uh, released, it was like, "Oh, the Flyers traded Ivan Provorov to to the Kings for Cal Peterson and Sean Walker." And then he was immediately flipped to Columbus. Oh boy.
0: I was like, <laughs> if that's all that's in this trade, somehow the GM is worse. Yeah, Daniel Briere has learned nothing from Chuck Fletcher except do the same thing. Oh, well, yeah. That, uh, he's only learned anything from Chuck Fletcher. And that's how to never make a good trade. I will say, though, it's pretty surprising that first year. Uh, NHL GM Danny Briere was able to swing a three-team trade with retained salary. And Chuck Fletcher, nary months ago, was like, I don't think we can do it, guys. I don't think it's possible. No one's making trades. Chuck Fletcher was like, it's illegal to make a trade with more than another team. I read it in this book that I wrote myself that it's not allowed. So here we are. You will be happy with Kevin Connaughton. And now he's gone. I made 33 phone
1: calls. I tried, guys. <sighs> I
0: <had laughs> I tried to check my app to see if it was a good trade, but I forgot my password, and my uh, face ID isn't working, and I couldn't get in. So, you know, I just uh, ate ice cream instead.
1: Oh, did you see, speaking of Chuck Fletcher, did you see he's going to be on, like, the panel for like the draft or something like that
0: oh brother this guy stinks (laughs) i I did the last thing i mean chuck fletcher his draft picks weren't terrible um it still remains to be seen the later years but like i don't know it wasn't that bad right well i mean some of them um there's some
1: i guess that are you're still waiting for uh the jury like the jury's still out on um yeah i think mostly like he's hit some on some trades for sure or uh draft picks for sure it's just that he you know can't
0: he doesn't know how to trade no he doesn't know how to negotiate a contract he's not very danny briere has been at the job now officially for like a month and he's already been more creative than chuck fletcher was his entire time as gm of the flyers and maybe the wild too i don't really remember any big blockbuster trades for the wild they just forcibly Definitely. signed a uh, suitor in Parisi. Yeah, he he made some trades. They weren't very good. So Columbus gets Provorov. Uh, Provorov goes to the butthole of America. Sorry, Leonard. Um, Ohio stinks. But I did do this for you at your request.
1: He's guilty. He's a cocksucker.
0: Cocksucker.
1: Well, that's what I said. Cocksucker.
0: So, oh, that's our apology. Uh so Provorov is now in Columbus. His Instagram girlfriend uh has to live in Columbus. Um so he'll probably force a trade to New York soon since that's what guys with angry girlfriends do. Uh the Flyers get the twenty twenty three twenty two first 22 first round 22nd overall pick. They get the uh, they get a two picks next year the Kings 2024 second round pick and the Blue Jackets second round pick in 2024, 2025. I read some weird, it's like a stipulation that like Columbus has to announce at the end of the first round next year, whether they're giving the flyers, the 24 or 25th pick, like they make the decision that day, which is super weird, but also whatever it works. Uh, you got $5.5 million backup goalie, Cal Peterson, who's been a monumental disappointment Defenseman Sean Walker, who reminds me a lot of Matt Walker because of the last name, and a prospect named Helgi Granz, Helgi, Helga, who just reminds me of Helga Pataki from Hey Arnold. So, uh, oh, sorry, and then the Kings, because there's three teams. I've been so used to Chuck Fletcher era trades that there's only two. Uh, the Kings retain 30% of Provorov's salary, and to sweeten the pot, get... Two of the best Phantoms, Kevin Connaughton and Hayden Hodgson. Ooh, baby. Hayden! Remember when Chuck Fletcher was pushing him for a while? And he's like, look at this guy we have on the Phantoms. His name has two H. It starts with two H's. Yeah, he made the <laughs> team out of
1: camp last year. And like within the first like three games, John Terrell was like, this guy
0: is not an NHL, an NHL player. Yes. yes. Two, uh, two H's in his name though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's just yeah, Chuck Fletcher queen. misevaluating town. Helgi Grand sounds promising though. He was a late uh, first, early second pick, right? I think it was a tweener, a second rounder. I pulled up his. I a- he was the
1: thirty-fourth overall pick or thirty-second, something like that.
0: I pulled up his AHL stats. Uh, fine, I guess. Not like super great, but he's um. Yeah,
1: he uh, he has, like, the ceiling to be a second-pair defenseman, I guess.
0: Yeah, so um, he played a bunch of time in the, some Swedish league, and then for the last two seasons he's been in the AHL uh, playing for the Kings farm team. 21-22, he played 56 games, good for 24 points, uh, and then last year he played 59 games, but he only had 9 points. So maybe he's not good or he needs a change of scenery i'm not really sure but uh now he is a phantom probably on the flyers honestly because you just traded away your 25 minute and night first pair defenseman (laughs) so you're gonna have to replace that somehow i don't know if sean walker is going to be that guy
1: yeah you either have to sign someone sign some vet to basically be a plug um or, you know, what everybody's hoping for is that they're going to let, you know, Zamula and Adderd and all those guys have a chance at playing.
0: I don't think... Well, I don't know for sure what the market is on free agents right now, but I don't think it's good. <clears throat> like free agent defensemen this summer. I I don't know if there's anybody... And one major piece, wasn't Severson going to be a free agent, but now he is on Columbus as well?
1: Yeah, he was... He was traded to Columbus for, like, a third-round pick this year and then extended eight years at, like, 6.25 or something like that.
0: That's pretty Columbus going all in on defense there. Although, I did Columbus's Twitter is a— I was trying to gauge how they felt about the trade because, like, I don't know. I like Ivan Provorov as a defenseman. I think that he was—they tried to make him something he wasn't here, but that's not his fault. It's, like, the ineptitude of the organization. They tried, but everything they tried failed. Um, Columbus was very upset, though. They were like, oh, great. We got Mike, Mike Babcock and Ivan Provorov, two guys who are notoriously, like, the rumors are that they're very not team friendly. So, Yeah, he... Uh, well, yeah, so they have Babcock
1: now, and uh, it sounds like they're
0: trying to, you know, go all in. Yeah, poor which- Johnny... Poor, poor Johnny Gaudreau leaves uh, Daryl well, Sutter yeah, in Calgary probably. and gets stuck with Babcock in Columbus.
1: And, you know, they think... They're probably like, well, we just signed Gaudreau to this freaking huge contract, so now we, gotta, now we gotta try and
0: actually go for it. Yeah, all right, let's see. So, I have free agent defense contracts. I put defenseman free agent year 2023. And... uh the list is not great. You have uh, Eric Johnson, of course. Stanley Cup winning Eric Johnson. I thought that he re-signed with the the avalanche, though.
1: I don't know. It's coming. You're looking
0: at the wrong website for
1: hockey. Spot. Uh, Spotrack. Spotrack?
0: What's the correct well, website? It's all about Cap Friendly, dude. Oh, my God. They don't pay us any advertising money. Don't mention the link.
1: How else were you going to navigate to the website, (laughs) Jeff, if I didn't tell you?
0: (laughs) I don't know. All right, position defenseman. This is riveting for everybody listening at home. All right, John Klingberg, boom. The list is pretty much the same as Track. I will not accept your slander of that website. Hey, look who is a free agent this summer from Carolina. Your left-right defenseman. 53 on the flyers, but number one in our hearts. Shane Goss to spare. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> you can pick up Shane Goss to spare, and then the Flyers can go out and get Chevy, Kevin Shattenkirk, and there's your twenty the thirteen trade rumors put to bed. <laughs> <laughs> bring James- yeah, if
1: you're going to sign an old guy to like one year contract, who's not going to uh, chase the chase the Stanley Cup. I guess it would be Eric Johnson.
0: Bring a. Bring Radko Gudis back, right? He's going to be a free agent. Big beefy boy's got some playoff experience now. That's got to be valuable, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: did, did didn't, Dimitri already, <laughs> didn't Dimitri Orlov already... new teammates.
0: Didn't Dimitri Orlov already re-sign in Boston?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so.
0: Uh, I thought he did. D- Matt Dumba. Dumba's been bandied yeah. about for a while.
1: Well, that's not going to happen because Jack Fletcher's not
0: here now. That is true. You make a very valid point. Now, what this does do? So the Flyers need to do something with defense. If they're gonna lean into all the young kids, it is very disappointing that they picked next year to completely tank instead of this year, when they had oh yeah two generational talents supposedly and Fantaly and Connor Bedard, and now the. What's going to happen is the Blackhawks will pick Bedard, and then in five years, the Flyers and Blackhawks will be in the Stanley Cup Finals again, and the Blackhawks will beat them again, and it'll just just is how it goes. Just every twenty years or so, the Flyers will start losing to the Blackhawks, and that'll be their history. Can we talk about too how uh,
1: Cal Peterson is not good?
0: Yeah, I mean the Kings, <laughs> everybody. For the trade was like, ah, oh, the Kings managed to dump this awful, no good contract, and a lot of Flyers Twitter was like, oh my God, why would they take back a terrible contract? And it's like, do you think they're gonna be think the Flyers are gonna be good next year? No, <laughs> they're not gonna be good for a while. Well, I was surprised that people were like, which is bringing me into the
1: next point is that there's uh, that um, they're like, oh, Cal Peterson and Sam Ursan's gonna be quite the the goalie combination next year and I was like, Cal Peterson like he just signed an extension and he played in the AHL all year. He's obviously not good. He was so bad that they traded for Corpusalo.
0: Yeah, he played with the Kings for a while though. Twenty twenty through twenty three. Played like a decent amount of games, almost half the season for the first two.
1: Yeah, then he signed an extension and then stunk.
0: Yeah, the AHL last year he was sixteen twenty and four played two thousand minutes, gave up one hundred and fifteen goals, and his save percentage was nine oh four. So all right, I mean it's not great, but yeah, well it's not great that you're doing that and you can't get
1: called up. Like it's you are so bad that we will eat the four million
0: dollar cap hit. For the $1 million relief just to get you off our roster. Well, so Carter Hart's safe percentage last year in the NHL, mind you. So a little different. 907. That's only point oh oh three different. But it's yes. also a lower league. So take for that what you will. One thing that uh Cal Peterson has going for him is that he is Allegedly, allegedly, that's ignorant Not a rapist So, Cal is Peterson
1: Is or not because all I heard was A rapist Cal Peterson it. is
0: Allegedly, not a raper Oh, there you go Um, So the, Everybody, the Provorov news Dropped, right? And you're like, oh shit Danny's doing it And then they were like, Carter Hart's going next And then it, everything just stopped And like I, I think it was Snow the goalie was like, oh, now the national media is saying that like Hart's not tradable because he's in the Hockey Canada uh, investigation and they haven't released those results yet. Like this is some new thing. I don't. I guess like, I don't know. Snow the goalie was like being very protective and they're like, we said that the, he they weren't going to be traded till the things were released and I thought everybody knew that already. Like how I they're taking credit for it. Like they broke this idea.
1: Well, that's just I don't know. I guess they're they're very particular about how the I guess the media is trying to all of a sudden pivot on the story. I don't know, and they're and they've been I guess reporting it for a while. I don't know.
0: Oh. I mean, any Flyers fan that's been paying attention knows that Harts was on the team. I don't think that he was involved, but we don't know that for sure. It is curious that they're waiting until after the Stanley Cup final to release the report when one of the players in the final was part of the team that's being investigated. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. They had six years to figure this out, and they still managed to fuck it up somehow.
1: Yeah. um, I guess the other thing, too, is just, you know, you had those rumors come out that Carter Hart was getting shopped and they were listening and like a trade was not final but in the works and uh then what was it like two days later or 24 hours later elliot friedman was like i was told to put the uh to pump the brakes on all the carter hart rumors
0: oh i didn't see that told by who yeah i don't know but he
1: said it on i think like either hockey night in canada or something
0: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that at all. Elliot You told me. Did I? Yeah,
1: I did you know. texted okay. it in a group chat, like
0: Oh, I don't remember that. Not at easily. all. I don't know. I was on Twitter a lot for the Provorov deal. Uh um, You literally said Elliot Freeman backing down on heart.
1: Oh, nice. Well look at me.
0: <laughs> crack reporter. Don't even remember. That's yeah. why we got those press passes, baby. Yeah,
1: Ass crack reporter. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I also saw reports that come out, which I'm not like they're trying to play it off as like this big news, but like Tony D and Scott Lawton are being shopped as well. And everyone's like, Oh man, I can't believe the Flyers are shopping these guys now. It's like you can't believe they already traded their number one defenseman to who the fuck cares about Scott Lawton? No offense to Scott Lawton, but uh Alright,
1: before we before we delve into this further, what what are your thoughts on Hockey Canada thing, whatever, aside,
0: what are your thoughts on trading Carter Hart currently? Well, I don't know for sure if Carter Hart wants to be here. I think that plays a large role in it because Carter Hart was here for what? Like three miserable seasons where the Flyers were like, we're definitely not rebuilding. We're totally going to go for it. Uh Uh-huh. So then they fire the guy who said we're definitely not rebuilding, hired a new guy, and now everybody is saying we're rebuilding. Now, Carter Hart is only 24, I think. Yeah. So he hasn't hit his goalie prime. Um, really, he has no—he's a restricted free agent at the end of this next contract, so he has no leverage to, like—
1: You have arbitration rights though.
0: Yeah, but that's fine. He, he would probably—if he just—arbitration would net him less than he could get somewhere else well it just guarantees him a
1: one-year deal to be walked to free agency that's all
0: yeah but you i think you have to look at it and say listen guy carter hart you're whatever if you don't want to be here then we're going to trade you i guess i don't there's no reason to make him stick around i look at how pouty Provorov was look at how pouty Hayes is like it's not good for the team and if he doesn't want to be here then just scott rollin' him and send him to the the cardinals and then bring him back Twenty years later, and put him on your wall of fame like a bunch of fucking rubes. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Rowland not even showing up to Hall of Fame night. Fucking, did you see that? No, he didn't. I didn't. So, I he so was. the Phillies announced they they're going to honestly. The Phillies announced they're going to put Scott Rowland on their wall of fame, and they announced the night, and Scott Rowland was like, oh, "Can't make it that night. Sorry, guys." Like, he's gonna come on some random night like a month later, I think, or some, something along those lines. But I was like, you fucking put the guy on the wall of fame and he can't even make it a priority to show up. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, that's Scott Rowland, I guess. Yeah, because he forces... I mean, but Scott Rowland... So, jokes aside, Scott Rowland was in a very similar position to Carter Hart. He's very good, and he was just pissed the team stunk. Like... <laughs> And now, like, do you think Carter Hart's going to sign here long term? I mean, yeah, Danny Briere is now, like, we have a rebuild. There's, I guess, a vision in place. We have stability and a plan. But, like...
1: I guess it's just... it. To me, it is... There's two things. The optics of it, you have a 24-year-old goalie who is, you know, good. Uh, and your franchise is notoriously known for not having a goalie and not being able to find a goalie and when you finally get one you're shipping them off to wherever to start a rebuild i mean which you know, whatever if it doesn't work in the timeline fine if you can get like an action if you can get a way better thing than what you got to return for pro fine but i think the other thing too is like if you're trying to If you're trying to make this a two to three year rebuild or whatever, which some people are reporting on that, that's what it's going to be, that they're going to try and flip it in two to three years. Then I feel like Carter Hart would be someone you would want to keep around and not just be very willing to be like, all right, I saw six games of Sam Ersan or like 10 games of Sam Ersan. He's ready to be an NHL starter.
0: Yeah. Somebody, I forget who it was. They were like, you don't need a goalie. Look at the uh, the Golden Knights. They have Aiden Hill, but like (laughs) the Golden Knights also have like a high powered offense. The Golden Knights have
1: everything else.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's tough to say that. But like the Flyers have put, Flyers fans have put this, not a target on Carter Hart, but they've anointed him, right? The savior, like the next great goalie. And is he that good? Like I think he could be, but will he be that good? I don't know. Will he get better playing on these shitty Flyers teams again? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I mean, you've seen him play in the playoffs once, and he pretty
1: much outdueled Kerry Hart in Carey Price or Carey Price in a, um in the playoffs, and he was like the main reason why they were even in any of those games against the Islanders.
0: Yeah, I think he could be good, but. Everybody thought I think like you
1: said, he's not he's twenty four. Like that's why I feel like it's a little short sighted to just be like, all right, we're gonna trade this dude, get as much as we can for him, and then just anoint Sam Urson the uh the starter and hopefully we can get uh Kolosov over from Russia.
0: Yeah, that's also a dangerous move. You're gonna you got Cal Peterson coming off a down year, you got Urson, you have maybe I don't know, Fedetov. I think he's almost done with his military service, but I think he's going to stay in Russia. But maybe. Yeah, there's that, so that got flipped again, too, is now that they're thinking they can get him here,
1: and he's not going to stay in Russia. But he's also 27, and he's never played in North America.
0: Yeah, ranks are smaller, sight lines are different. So I don't know. Yeah, Not really sure. I think trading Carter Hart right now would be a mistake. But also... Yep he is your most valuable piece to get back stuff players picks to jump start rebuilding so it's like a catch 22 basically
1: well yeah it's uh yeah you definitely like i i just think if the the whatever the the return is of a trade it would have to be like astronomical for me to be like okay i'm down with this
0: yeah it's like not a pick and it's like the Provorov return was fine they got a first round pick they restocked some of the second round picks that chuck Fletcher threw away and they got a not like a blue chip prospect but like a decent prospect like you for carter hart i would imagine there's like an nhl player plus like a first round pick yeah at least like a lot
1: of people were saying like you know go like trade them trade them to like toronto like they're really interested in him.
0: They're saying Montreal's interested in him, too, but it's like Montreal is just, oh, Danny Beer speaks French. He's going to sign here as a free agent. They just, they think everybody's going to one of the Canadian teams. Yeah. I do think that, like, trade him west, for sure. Like, you don't want to have to see him multiple times every year.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I think, too, it's like, if you if they trade it like, I, that's why Toronto makes me laugh, because it's like, oh. Like, Toronto's going to give you their first-round pick this year, which is, what, like 20-something overall? Do they even
0: have a first-round pick? They might. I forget. Speaking You're right. of that website that must not be named, do they uh, have teams draft picks?
1: Um, Are you talking about cap-friendly, Jeff? <laughs>
0: hey! No ad money. All right, so let's see. 2023, they have... Uh, boston's first round pick and then they don't pick again until the fifth round
1: so. oh, wow
0: <laughs> yeah so they could trade you
1: their first round pick and then i guess give you matthew knees which is their like best prospect but for me it's like give me someone off your roster
0: well so what i've been hearing and i don't know if it's true is that william nylander is now odd man out right is it that's true is it nylander or marner that they want to get rid of one uh, I think Neander was the one that was... Yeah, I have both of their names. So if you got one of those guys, like Neelander, Nylander, Nylander um, and like, I don't know, one of their... I don't even know if they're prospects, but one of their prospects to start, is that reasonable? Like, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> We just sound like an asshole because like Toronto fans are going to be like, no, really not. so much more value. I don't know what yeah, players are of, worth because like I don't I have no idea.
1: I don't know either. Yeah. Like and I feel like goalie trades are weird now, especially after Ryan uh, Miller got traded to St. Louis in like 2014 and was an absolute dud. Yeah, well, and I comes- like when they trade goalies, it's usually the other way, like the uh, the backup, like with Schneider.
0: Yeah, well, Corey Schneider was coming off AHL goalie of the year. Flyers definitely should have got him, and instead they went with Ilya Brzgalov. That also led to trading him. That also led to trading Bobrovsky. So really, in that whole regard, Paul Holmgren really backdoored himself.
1: You just have an irrational hard on for Corey Schneider. Corey
0: Schneider. What could have been if Corey Schneider was the 2010 goalie? The 2010? Didn't he? He didn't get traded until like the year after. I know, but what if the Flyers went after him sooner? He was on my radar before. He was sitting behind Luongo in Vancouver. Couldn't do shit. He was ripe for the pickings when the Flyers needed a goalie. And then they were like, oh, we have this Russian kid named Bobrovsky. And he was good. And then they were like, he's good, but we can do better. Here's this crazy Russian guy named Brizgolov. And then Brizgolov was gone, what, like two years later? Bobrovsky. Even, I, think
1: he, I think he only played like one year.
0: Bobrovsky had uh, what, like, fifteen years of awful playoffs experience, and this year was his redeeming year. And everybody was like, "Flyers lost that trade, <laughs> did they?" Yeah. <laughs> oh man,
1: it would have been awful too because he would have gotten hurt. Like, he got hurt every fucking year.
0: Yeah, and now, like, he I, he's dead now, right? Like, I don't think he is not playing. Yeah. he
1: was in the ahl i don't know if he like officially retired or not
0: well so he was with the devils for a while that's another remember Mackenzie blackwood
1: he was on a do he was on the islanders last year
0: of course neither was 21,
1: 22. Huh. yeah
0: but Mackenzie blackwood i bring him up because him and Hart got a lot of back and forth and they were like oh he's in the ahl now Ah, uh, bummer bummer for him he's playing for bridgeport but they were like, everybody was saying, oh, Mackenzie Blackwood versus Carter Hart, like, who's the better, younger goalie? And then, you know, we, I think on the, the Broad Street Bully podcast, we were like, hey, you know, Blackwood's also like three years older than Hart right now. So, like, let's look at Hart when they hit about the same age or when they hit the same age. Like, we'll look, compare their numbers. But now Blackwood is, I don't think he played in the playoffs. Did he? Is he hurt or is he just not in the lineup? Because they had Um, like a bunch of goalies I've never heard of before playing for them in the playoffs. So,
1: no, he didn't play in the playoffs. I think he was like a backup or because they had uh, they had Vanacek, right?
0: Yeah, and then some other guy. I don't, I couldn't even tell you his name. Yeah, maybe that's it. And then they were like losing, and then they put in their backup, and then they came back and beat the Rangers, and everybody was like, whoa, crazy, or they made a run against the Rangers. I don't really remember. It's uh, so long ago, because the NHL playoffs take 37 months to be completed. They had Vitek Vanacek, Akira Schmid. They also
1: have Bernier. He was on IR. Hmm. So I don't know where the hell Mackenzie Blackwood went.
0: Uh, It says on December 23rd, the Devils re-signed Blackwood to a three-year contract. So maybe he's just... Oh, the Utica Comets. He played two games for the Utica Comets last year. And uh, 22 games for the Devils.
1: Yeah, look at his save percentage over the last, like, three years.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. But he was killing it before, so, like...
1: Yeah, he had a good first two years and then kind of fell off.
0: But, so this is like, okay, so now Flyers hold on to Carter Hart. Carter Hart takes this path. Mackenzie Blackwood's himself out of the league. Flyers get nothing if they sell high on him, right? They get whatever he implodes on another team. Not our problem. So, so what do you do? You know,
1: the Flyers, I, I have, just think Flyers that have a history. Of their of, trajectories are were much different as far as goalies are concerned.
0: Well, the Flyers have a history of making the wrong decision here. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't want to. You don't want to see him like go somewhere else and you're like, oh man, he could have did that here. And then in five years when like the offense is good or whatever, we figure it out and they're like, oh man, if only we had a goalie. Too bad Sam Erson didn't work out. Who would have thought six games at the NHL level were enough to uh, trade away your starting goalie and replace that guy with Sam?
1: Yeah, to anoint you as the starter. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I don't know. It's a tough one.
1: Um, definitely glad I'm not making that decision.
0: No, but you know who is making that decision? A triumvirate of people, including Keith Jones. And Keith Jones was on the Hockey News, or Jeff Merrick's podcast maybe, and the Hockey News reported on it. Anyway, Keith Jones said, and I quote, There's more to come. We're not done yet. In terms of hiring front office staff. He's going to hire more front office people. So... He didn't say what, but I assume they've already yeah. overhauled their development staff. What could be next?
1: Barry's getting the kick out the Barry door. Barry,
0: he's gonna not get kicked out the door. He's gonna be promoted up to assistant to the president of hockey operations.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get promoted to uh,
0: president capologist. <laughs> I'm give him a plaque outside his door that says first guy to figure out back end contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Senior capologist front loader. Yeah, I don't I so I was curious to see like who is left really that everybody has problems with. I feel like player development was overhauled this summer. The medical staff was overhauled last year, I believe. So like yeah. I don't know who else they would move. Or replace, besides Barry. So, thanks for figuring out that uh, Jeff Carter and uh, Mike Richards contract, but uh, get the hell out. Um, So, going
1: back to uh, the other candidates we were talking about earlier, so Scott Walton, you said, has been coming up now in the rumor mill of being available or being shopped.
0: Yes, here's a tweet.
1: The captain that some people say he's the only captain on the team right now. So, would say.
0: so Charlie said, Charlie O'Connor believes that Scott Lawton will not be traded, but he's also the best. I guess his he's the type of ideal role player that a playoff team that underachieved can convince themselves is they're missing piece and offer way too much from. So maybe Scott Lawton goes at the trade deadline instead of in the summer. To a team that's making a push to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's another
1: one that you know teams can get since the cap once again is not going up. It's going
0: up by a million dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the league's going so well, Gary. Why doesn't the cap go up more? Well, the players owe me money. So yeah. the players still owe escrow. So the players, are, we're going to hamstring don't the whole line.
1: That there's a team that's only that's only selling out 4,000 seats a night. Don't mind that. Yeah. Don't pay attention to
0: any of that there and the cost sharing that's affiliated with it. Gary, didn't you just sign a large new contract with many cable channels like TNT and uh, (laughs) pay no attention to the the TV contract behind the curtain?
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) It does baffle me uh, that it's only one. You look at like the... Just every other salary cap is so much more money. (laughs) And then... NHL's like I don't know, we'll raise it like two nickels, I guess. Who <laughs> gives you shit? Fucking hate this league. Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: yeah, That
0: uh, coyotes
1: playing. Every, in a- Every other league is just like spend past the cap. You just pay a
0: little extra. Yeah, or they need to. They just uh, we've d- talked. We're beating a dead horse at this point, but they need to steal the best parts of the other league salary caps, like the NBA's. Mm-hmm. Uh, homegrown like their contract doesn't count towards the cap hit if they're like drafted and developed there
1: they have another real weird rule too that like if they sign they can sign james they're over the cap right now they can sign james harden to like whatever contract they want basically and it doesn't like it. it's like they're over the tax it doesn't matter basically but if he leaves in free agency it only opens up like His whole cap hit doesn't come off the books. It, like, only opens up, like, $10 million or something like that.
0: Doesn't make any sense. But that's the kind of stuff the NHL needs. Then you get crazy contracts. You can go out and trade
1: trade for someone and, like, make them sign a crazy contract and it doesn't hurt your team.
0: Yeah, I think they should reward drafting because, like, you obviously, you want to... You like you build the team through the draft, so you reward them for sticking with players they drafted. Not that you're hurting teams that go out and sign like big name free agents, but like you know, you clear up like imagine Connor McDavid signs his ten million dollar contract, and like it doesn't count towards the cap because he's whatever. He's homegrown. I mean, the Vegas Knights are doing it right now, and there's rules against it, and they're still getting away with it, so it's fine. So like whatever, let's just let's just figure something out, you know? Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, speaking of Connors, did you see
1: Connor Bedard, I guess they were doing like the combine stuff today, uh, yesterday? Doing pull-ups?
0: Yeah. Without a shirt on? Yeah, dude, he's mm-hmm. ripped. You bet I saw it. it. Got a little drippy in the pants, you know what I'm saying? Fill up an otter pop sleeve. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I did. He did like 38 pull-ups. That's pretty huge. He's a friggin' rip to shit. Yeah. I saw an interview with Connor Bedard's mom. <laughs> it's like the stupidest fucking questions. What does Connor eat on game day? <laughs> his mom's like, I don't know, like a collection of like chicken and rice <laughs> and vegetables. <laughs> like you have nothing else to talk about, so you're interviewing his mom about his eating habits? <laughs> Yeah, Connor comes home after a night of hard partying in Canada and he just scarf[s] down like four White Castle sliders. as <laughs> and goes to sleep. Diarrhea. <laughs> yeah, that's what White Castle makes you do, you know?
1: I haven't had White Castle in a very long time.
0: I haven't had in-restaurant White Castle in a very long time. I've had sliders from the freezer section and they are gross, but I think that's more I was say, that's so much yeah worse. i think that's more a commentary on frozen food than it is about white castle honestly
1: all right jeff so while we're talking about our next two we didn't really go in on scott walton too much other than he could be traded
0: i think if he gets
1: so, if he gets traded it'll be at the
0: trade deadline to a team going to the play so he has
1: so he's another one that you might have to get creative with because he has two more years left on a contract or, like, three more years, I think, if you count this season, it's coming up.
0: Yeah. Is that it?
1: Um, So I wonder, you know, is the third team going to have to get brought in, and do you miss someone of his, you know, (laughs) he's someone who basically, like we said, is, like, the leader of the team right now. Is that someone that you want to remove from your locker room? Or do you hold on to him for the hopes of... You know being good even though he's gonna be what like 32 in a couple years or 30 he's gonna be like in his 30s when you're supposed to be coming out on uh the other side of this rebuild here listen
0: he's a bottom six forward not that there's anything wrong with that making three million dollars a year until 25 26 i think if so we made a joke about the cap only going up a million dollars this upcoming season but from what I was reading, the players are going to have paid back the escrow. Whatever they owe. I don't know how much it is. But then the, the season after that, they're saying it could be a pretty significant oh, jump. we've heard this every year, Jeff. I know, but, you know, they do have the TV contract. They did just sign that. The NHL is going to stand pat on they want their escrow money that the players owe. So once they get that, Maybe the cap goes up a couple million, and then his $3 million cap hit for the final year of the contract, not so bad. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, hopefully it does go up, so that will, you know, eliminate some problems. I
0: would be surprised. If if they did trade
1: Scott Lawton, like, I like Scott Lawton a lot, but I'm not, like, I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, I... And it's not like you would trade him because you would get something back. I don't think you want to trade him just to trade him. Because $3 million yeah, exactly. is not a bad contract for where he can play in the whole lineup. So, like... Tony D'Angelo, however... That's a bad contract. <laughs>
1: that's a bad contract.
0: <laughs> now, basically,
1: you're just going to have to try and convince someone to be like, you know, here's a bottom-pair defenseman who's really good at offense... Uh What are you going to give up for him? And what do you need us to eat?
0: Yes. Now, breaking news. Do, 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 do. On a tweet from June 9th, (laughs) Tony D'Angelo replied to a Instagram comment saying he's being shopped. And he said, that would suck. Then he said, even though you guys were mad at me from when I commented before, I'd still like to stay with you guys. So Tony D's not looking to get traded um he wants to stay now cool tony, like great great that you have the decision making power for that. so so was carolina right for not paying him more than four million dollars a year it would appear that way um tony d'angelo's made it one season he was never really a great fit here i feel like chuck fletcher whiffed on that and uh i don't know is he a good teammate i also don't know that you know because like
1: yeah I just think that for a team whose GM is like, "Oh, we're gonna play all the young guys," it's like you gotta get, you gotta get, either make Sealer the seventh defenseman, and you gotta get D'Angelo off the roster.
0: Well, Nick Sealer probably will not get any ice time next year because I feel like that was a Chuck Fletcher passion project. Well, we said that last year, and look how that turned. I up. know, but Chuck Fletcher loved Nick Sealer. He's like, "I found this guy in Minnesota, and I brought him here." I think
1: he. If you can make him the seventh defenseman and then, like, I don't know, Walker plays. <laughs> you're gonna play, like, I guess you're going to try and play Walker on the first pair with Gabe York.
0: That seems dangerous. Um,
1: yeah. Well, who else are you going to play up there? You just sign somebody. Or do you just make Sanheim and Ristalina in the top pair?
0: Oh, I forgot about Travis Sanheim. Who will now be making six-something a year instead of his normal four? Yep. Son so, of a bitch. So you got to have, like, I feel like
1: York has to be up. And then, you know, any combination of the, like, Zamula, Adderd, Yining, Andre, any of those guys who are, like, on the up-and-up who are close enough to play should be up. Like, I feel like right now, it's like, everybody reports it's Adderd and Zamula, basically, would be battling for the bottom pairing
0: yeah and i think adder uh adder and zamula it wasn't zamula too uh, people are saying they was too small maybe i don't know
1: and he's very skinny yeah but i think he was i don't know what he is now but when he got like uh, signed or whatever he was only like like seventy pounds and he's like six four
0: yeah i could see adder probably playing over zamula but who knows you know who knows yeah they are gonna have some interesting things to figure out now that they've traded away their 25 minute at night defenseman so yeah, well, we kicked off silly season the right way for once. <laughs> I know. It was wild to actually see a trade. Ha- and like, they're like, three teams are involved. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? God <laughs> <Hot> damn. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. That was like the most excited I've been about Flyers news in a while.
0: Yeah, Chuck Fletcher, uh, Chuck Fletcher didn't do anything. And then Danny Briere gets in there one day. And then it's like, he
1: did what? <laughs> <laughs> you what
0: (laughs) yeah it was uh i like it so far i was angry at first before we got all the news which makes sense because we're you know idiots and then once everything came out like that's a pretty decent trade for a guy who didn't want to be here by all reports like (laughs) the flyers did pretty good to get rid of him yeah
1: exactly so now we just have to hope they draft right and develop the players they draft i'm hoping that like they can, I hope, like, right now, I know nothing about these draft prospects. I just keep hearing that Zach Benson's supposed to be really good and, like, really creative on offense, and he skates really well, so I'm just, like, hitching my wagon to him now without knowing anything else. Oh, yeah, I have no— Listen, I stopped trying to guess the draft long ago.
0: But uh, Yeah,
1: so give me, give me Zach Benson and some sort of, like, center with the 22nd pick or, like, one of the defensemen who are supposed to be good.
0: Yeah, so I'm looking at, I mean, there's a lot of mock drafts, but I'm looking at the Tankathon mock draft right now to see if they updated. So it has the Flyers picking Oliver Moore, who's a center, but it also has Oliver Moore's committing to Minnesota. Zach Benson going mm. to the Coyotes one pick before.
1: Ooh boy, I don't like that.
0: Yeah, and then for 22, they have uh, the Flyers picking some guy named Gavin Brindley, but Gavin Brindley is currently playing at Michigan, so like, is he going to... It's a five nine, 157 fifty seven pound winger. So I don't know if he's ready to jump to the NHL. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. It is exciting to have two first round picks, though. Um, and if Danny Briere is done with these, or he's going to take these first round picks and package them into something else, you know,
1: try to move up, maybe.
0: Yeah, like it, it's hard. I don't think the Ducks. I don't think the Ducks or the Blackhawks are going to give up their first round picks. Because, like, Bedard and Fantalee are, like, the odds-on, like, you can't miss picks. Mm-hmm. But, like, Columbus is third. B- oh, the Sharks B- are fourth. Mitchkov
1: or Carlson.
0: Yeah, Columbus is third. This mock draft has Columbus picking Carlson and the Sharks picking Michkov. Um, do you try to trade with the Canadians to get Will Smith? But Will Smith is committed to Boston College, apparently. So, like, he's not going to make it in. Uh, Cutter is going back to college next year right so he's not going to be playing in the nhl like the flyers i think it's
1: funny that like there's this huge stigma that like oh mitchkov's not going to come over for like three years or whatever and it's like literally every player you're drafting basically isn't going to play for like two to three years so i don't understand what the problem is
0: well i think the problem is that mitchkov might just not come over at all well yeah and obviously the flyers have been yeah if i was the flyers i would just stay away from russian players for a while I would uh, Ed Snyder it, yeah. if you will. Ed yeah, Snyder. Yeah, well. Because like, the last thing the Flyers need is like, Mitch Koff's contract ends, and they're like, oh, man, remember that time you bought fake military credentials? And he was like, no, what are you talking about? And they're like, ha-ha, you don't have any proof. They're real. Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 military service. <laughs> off to the gulag for arrested. you. <laughs> you yeah. arrested. You're going to send you off to the Arctic Circle and then force you to play hockey for our uh, Navy hockey team and then you'll get out of yeah. your military service but then surprise you want to stay with your russian khl team oh that's crazy yeah and that's currently what the flyers well, are going through i got nothing else jeff all right well i guess uh that's all then right
1: yeah hopefully we'll have more fun things to talk about next week or more just pontificating on dumb things
0: yeah, I don't think it sounds like now unless uh, the report the Hockey Canada report's not going to get released until after the Stanley Cup is over. So, there's going to be no movement on Hart. And I don't know if the Flyers have any other players that warrant like a summer trade. Travis Connefty, unless they're at the draft. Oh, we didn't even talk about Connefty. Konechny. Connefty's name's been popping up in rumors too.
1: Yeah, I mean same thing, you know. If you can get the
0: package that
1: you need that helps you jump start this thing.
0: yeah, he's a 20 what I think Connect he's twenty four now, uh 25 coming into he's like I think that he's doing well in towards his system. seems like one of the guys that bought in to so to like trade him, but it's like another one where like, okay, do you hold on to him and try to like rebuild the team around him, or do you trade him and get whatever? But the Flyers don't have enough wingers that are good. So, like, Travis Kine- losing Travis Konechny would be another one of those things where, like, cool, you got something back, but, like, now you have to fix a hole. So Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, they have to figure out, like, who they're going to keep moving forward and who who to just move on from.
0: I, it sounds like Konechny bought in, right,
1: mm-hmm. this
0: season. And it sounds like Provorov never bought in. Or if he did, it, I, it just hates the... Team in the town and the players and he's miserable and his dog's stupid yeah. and his girlfriend's a pig woman. His dog is not stupid. You take that back. Drake sucks. I hope. Drake the pop star <laughs> is the best thing to ever happen to <laughs> Ivan Provorov. <laughs> Drake is stupid. His girlfriend's stupid. He's dumb. Enjoy Ohio, loser. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. <laughs>
1: I think that's a good place to end it.
0: Yeah. All right, well, will see you later. This has been another episode of the M&P Podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Well, see you later.